Thanks for tuning in again, everybody. We're back with your favorite podcast, Lucas, Tigers, and Bronze. Oh, my. This, this is going to be a fun episode, Luca Nation. Uh, Cage is in rare form today, and I'm also kind of in rare form. Uh, so we're about to find out how this dance is going to go. Will it be a jive? Will it be a salsa? Will it be a samba? Or will it be tango or waltz? We'll never know until we uh, get right in. So ladies and gentlemen of Luca Nation, what you're seeing here on video is Cage in his right ear has the old headphones because he's been getting a ton of feedback. And in his left ear, he has an AirPod. So as only Cage can do, I want to welcome you guys back to another episode of Lucas, Tigers, and Bronzo Mai. I have two things I'd love to discuss today. One is, of course, the Soccer Super 12 League. The other is my play. But before I do, I want to kick it over to the, the big man, the big Baba Ganoush, my right-hand man, my mentor, my co-host, my business partner. Cage, what do you, what's top of mind? What are you feeling today? Uh, Monday. Man, Mondays are tough. Mondays are, Mondays are a lot of fun, let me tell you. Um, you know, when the biggest news in sports is soccer, I kind of tune out because, you know, <laughs> sort of like talking crypto, I really just don't want to talk about soccer. So it's one of those Monday sport days where if the biggest news is soccer, I kind of like, all right, well, give me something else. I saw a pretty funny cartoon on Twitter. Um, and then somebody put it in one of our groups too. I think about an hour after I saw it, I think Boston Authentics posted it in the group. It was you know the uh, the, the Gamora Thanos, you know the squares, mm-hmm. the soul stone, right? You 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 know you give up a soul for a soul, right? And it's uh, you know are the Knicks really playing well? And Thanos says yes. And you know Gamora's like, well, what do you have? What do we have to give up for? And he said the Yankees. You know <laughs> you know you can't you can never have them all good you know 94 when the rangers and the knicks were awesome the yankees were pretty not so good um and then it turned around and the, the yankees started being really good and the knicks were not so you know it's interesting how uh <laughs> we, you know there's title towns right you know tampa is one of the you know they're, they're they're doing great and los angeles is doing great and yet new york you know can't really be a title town over here you gotta win something is it any consolation that you were right though like is you know does that trump like i know you're a huge new york fan new york yankees fan but you were right you said the tampa bay rays own the yankees and here they are they swept them in the last series does do you get any consolation for being right i would rather have been wrong i mean i was right about that the yankees were going to underwhelm um you know on the season and i still think even though we're about 10 percent into it i still think that they will underwhelm um i think they're gonna be pretty terrible um but I'd rather be wrong. I'd, I'd much prefer them winning than me being right that they're bad. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Well, let me tell you some good news. Yesterday we did uh, another YouTube live for one of our episodes. We recorded at four p- uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, and it was a huge hit. You know, the comments were buzzing. People are loving asking Cage about his Chick-fil-A order. They're <laughs> submitting all these questions. And we're actually going to be doing another – uh, YouTube live. We're going to have Scott Greenberg, CEO from Starstock on, and this is going to be dedicated to just your questions that you have for Starstock. This is going to be awesome because we get a ton of questions in the group. We get a ton of questions from our community and we're going to have Scott on. We're going to record it Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. So Wednesday, 421, April 21st at 4 p.m. Eastern. 
So I made a post about it on our Instagram page. Submit your questions there. I'm going to put them uh, right on our YouTube live and ask Scott right on the air. So I think that's going to be super, super exciting. Uh, Cage, I know you're not a big soccer guy, but this is huge. Did you say it's and huge? It's huge. So I, I know you're not a big soccer guy, but I know this is huge. Well, before this that, is huge right? news. So I love when men say things are huge, uh, especially when they're not. This is just one of those things that guys do. Um, and any news about soccer is not huge. So, you know, ladies know. Ladies know what you're doing. They're not going to let you get away with it. Um, but before you do that, Scotty Greenberg thing, right? I mean, that's big, guys. Please take advantage of this. If you're listening to this and it's before Wednesday 4, Please, you can DM us, whether you're in one of our groups, whether you're a member of Luca Nation and, or, or, or not. Maybe this is the first time you're listening. You know, that is a, that is a partner of ours, Starstock. You know, we do a Starstock episode, you know, every every week. And, um, you know, we, we mentioned in our last week's episode, you know, Andrew mentioned it also, how, you know, we want to be able to, to, you know, have a direct access for you to them, such that no one else really has. No other platform doing that, you know sure you could send an email to customer service or 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 make a phone call but we mentioned to them this week that you know we'd love to let luca nation have some of their questions answered and they said sure bring it on like we, we you know we would love to have that direct communication with you know with with our base our user base and uh, you know be able to provide kind of a vision for where we're going and you know the ability to just ask those questions directly so um please take advantage of this guys because you know it's 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 the kind of cool thing that, um, you know, and I think we're, we're the only ones bringing you. So, you know, please send us your questions and, and join, join on that. Uh, uh, we said Wednesday, 4 PM Eastern time, right? So that's right. So I get DMS, you know, Andrew, you know, after cage gives the play, you always say, love it. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of really funny. Like be, people even put that on a bingo board, you know, your cage's biggest cheerleader. Yeah. But you've is. known me here for nine months, cage. Yes. What have you learned from Andrew? Uh, fake it till you make it, guys. Fake it till you make it. You know, there's no real substance there, but it doesn't matter. You know, you know, he's, he's you know, he's 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 all looks. This guy, you know, there's nothing, nothing behind the looks. No. So, and what have I learned from Andrew? What kind of loaded question is this, man? I'll say something nice when you die. Until then, I'm a dude. Don't don't you know? Don't don't expect me to give you compliments and blow smoke. I just don't do it. What have I learned from you? So let's see. There are more than. I more didn't than say compliment. You went what? the compliment way. I didn't so say compliment. More, you could have learned so, what not to do from Andrew, right? No. So, so what I learned is more than one way to skin a cat, right? You know, in what we're doing here, there's um, you know, there's there's a lot of different ways to invest your money, um, and a lot of different ways to play uh, the hobby um, and have fun with it too. So, you know, <laughs> there's half the plays you've given at the time you gave them, I was like, that's insane. But as I thought about them, I'm like, all right, this actually could work. This could actually work. If what he's doing with the timeline he's given, this could actually work. It makes sense. Even though it's a play that I never would have, uh, you know, individually thought of. Um, But more than that, what have I learned from Andrew? There are people out there who show up every single day. People other than me. So that's good. It's nice to know that there are people who show up every single day. Luca Nation shows up every single day for us. Um, let's see. What else have I learned? Hmm. Ask. Because what's the worst that could happen? You get told no. 
and what's funny, I was not raised that way. I was not raised that way at all. It was kind of like, all right, hard work and it will come to you. Um, you know, you are hard work and ask and make it happen, you know, kind of put it out there in the universe. And I'm going to give this guy credit. So we got Scotty Greenberg and Starstock coming up on Wednesday. But, guys, he won't say this, but I'm going to he's 100% of the credit for this. Um, you know, we start talking about, like, where, where are we going to go with our episode? Where's Luca Nation going to go? We have those Coffee with Cage episodes. People ask that. And, you, you know, we had on HGA and we had on um, CGC because of all the, you know, craziness and the grading and stuff. And, and Andrew and I, we, we talked about how we'd love to get PSA on. We'd love to get, you know, Nat Turner on from PSA. And um, a little, little, little spoiler alert, right? We, uh, we got Nat Turner. We're going to have an episode with Nat Turner this week. So we're going to have a lot of your questions about PSA answered. A lot of my questions about PSA answered, more importantly. So um, that's a big one, man. Ask. Because, you know, somebody, they might say yes. You can ask Nat Turner to come on the show. He might say yes. So, um, Well, well I deserve a, like a little good fortune. You like soccer. I know that, too. So let's soccer. talk soccer. Remember, remember when we first started and I brought Tyler Hero as a play like six times out of the first four mm-hmm. episodes? Yeah. And one of our Luca Nation members said, uh, maybe this guy should find another niche. Like, didn't he play soccer or something? He <laughs> yeah. could be the soccer yeah. guy. He could be the soccer guy. That's I'm taking him up on offer. My friend said, be soccer. So let me ask you first. So let me take this a different way, right? Because you're going to be the soccer expert, but let me be the 85% of our audience that doesn't know soccer. So the news that was announced was that there's going to be 12 teams, the 12 major teams, you know, the Man United, the Barca, you know, all these teams, um, the 12 best teams, right? Right? No, not you, just said, you, just said, you just said Barca, right? Yeah. Is that not right? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that not right? You're joking. You're joking, right? Of course, I'm joking. But so anyway, 12 of the best teams are going to be in the, the – so tell me these 12 teams. <laughs> just just laugh. Just have fun with it. So how many different leagues do these 12 teams play in? Four, but there's really five big leagues. There's the English Premier League. There's the German League. There's the Spanish League. There's the Italian League, and then there's the French League. I don't think there were any French leagues, French teams in that 12, which is scary because uh, PSG – so you're already of, getting to my question, right? Of these 12, aren't there other teams that you would want to see in there as a fan? Like, does that leave out a couple of teams and Mr. Mbappe himself? Yeah, but it's going to be, be, be 20 teams. Those are just the 12 leagues, the 12 teams that spearheaded it. Uh, the deal was underwritten by uh, J.P. Morgan because every team that enters gets like a $3, $3 billion stipend. And you need a bank who is who could finance that. So J.P. Morgan's underwriting it. And then you have 12 teams that uh, are right off the bat in it. And then they're going to add uh, eight more. So it's going to be up to 20 teams. Okay. So there'll be a 20-team Super League. And is this going to be in addition to their other leagues? Or is this going to take the place of those leagues? Well, the thing is, from what I – I mean, and this is all developing on the fly, which is kind of exciting. And usually you don't see something like that, right? You usually see news like that and say, in five years, this is going to happen. But they said this is going to happen right after the Euros of this year. Plus, currently, Champions League is going on, right? So, like, mm-hmm. Champions League, we're going into the semifinals. Who runs or promotes the Champions League? It's uh, UEFA. So, UEFA came out this morning and said any team that is agreeing to this is going to have significant sanctions against them to the point where they can't even play. So, uh, as it's developing on the fly... It's, it's going to be very interesting to see if this is in lieu of the other leagues. And specifically, if you look at like uh, 
the domestic league. So, Cage Champions League is a inter-country, uh, inter-club from different, from the French league, from the Spanish league, from German, Italian, English. It's a combination of teams. But there's also domestic leagues, and these lower tier domestic teams rely on the bigger teams like Manchester United, Chelsea, Arsenal to draw a lot of fans. So right. that the, the little teams so, so if you're they a fan of if you're a fan of Blackpool, you're sitting there going, "Wait, you're taking away one of my draws, one of my big ticket sellers." Yeah, right. big time. And and where does he Blackpool even play? Like, does anyone even care about Blackpool if they don't play Manchester United? And Blackpool doesn't exist. I think it's Blackburn, but uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Can you think these, these names are hilarious? They, they're all just like cities in the UK, by the way. Um, but I, I, and what what else is teams like Leicester, right? Leicester, when they won the league cage, was a 5,500 to one underdog to win the league. Let me say that Lester again. Is the, Lester is my friend's uncle. <laughs> Leicester was a 5,500 to one uh, underdog to win the league, and then they won. And people who love sports, they love that underdog mentality. People who also love soccer love the relegation and promotion. So like in the domestic leagues, you have first league, second league, third league. If you fall at the bottom of the table, you get what's called relegated. So the worst teams in the leagues, I would compare that to like the Orlando Magic, the Minnesota Timberwolves. If you finish in the last bit of the table, I think the last three or four spots, I think it's three. You go and basically you get the equivalent of you go to the G League and then you have to win the G League to come back up to the NBA. Now that's all done. Uh, and people really like that. Was, I, I don't know why. I think it's actually one of the stupidest traditions, but people really like that. Jesus. Cage is uh, opening a box of something. <laughs> Keep asking no. me questions. This is fun. Just plug it something in. Another question, I mean, Dimo Timov, who, who helps us uh, – quite a few ways with uh, Luca Nation Network with graphics and stuff asked, you know, would you, are you even interested, Andrew, in, you know, watching Liverpool play Real Madrid four times a year? Because I personally am not. Uh, I am, man. I love the NBA. You guys know this. I love the NBA because it's the best talent consolidated into one, one league. There's 350 guys. It's the best 350 and you get to see them play against each other all the time. And sure. Like you see, uh, you know, we think the Timberwolves are terrible or the Magic are terrible, but these are still the best players in the world. Where right now, when you have talent spread across five leagues, and it's, uh, for me, it's not a great viewer experience. I would much rather watch uh, Liverpool versus Real Madrid, Liverpool versus Barcelona, Man U versus Barcelona, over and over and over again, different matches all year long, than watch like... Uh, Manchester United versus Leeds. Like, that's not interesting to me. I, I, I would rather watch that once a year and watch the, the best go against the best than, than the reverse. So that's how I see it. I know it's like a, a shocker to a lot of people, but another thing to consider is how much UEFA has messed up. UEFA has just been a part of briberies and scandals forever, forever. And I, I don't think they even do a good job of marketing their own teams. Like, Right now, Champions League's going on. I, I would argue a ton of people, if you're not in the sports card hobby, if you're not a soccer fan, you don't know that Champions League's going on. They have no social media presence. Uh, I, I just, I think they've really let people down. I think they've really let 
their their uh, their teams down. So that that's my two cents. Uh, I, I want to find someone who knows soccer well to have this discussion with you guys live on Me the air. Me too. Me too. And to all the fans of Blackpool FC out there, I'm you know my co-host apologizes for not realizing that they are a real soccer team. Is Blackpool a real team? There's Blackburn is the real team, brother. Again, he apologizes. <laughs> All right. Well, since most of you guys listen to this episode the day after, right? So we released this today, 419, April 19th. But most of our people listen on 420. And 420 yes. is a national, international holiday. And I couldn't yes. be more excited for you guys. And my play today is a really, really, really fun one. So I'll tell you guys what I did, how I derived this play. So I went to eBay, went to the search function. I typed in Bob Marley PSA. And oh, only like God. three cards came up. But something really, really cool came up. And this is actually Cage is laughing. He's poking the bear. He's making fun of me. He's doing all the stuff he normally does. But I think he's going to like this play. Also, what came up was a Bob Marley retail trading card unopened pack box. And let me read Ooh, it to you. Okay, now. It got his attention. It says the first officially licensed Bob Marley collector cards. $16.99 or best offer. Now, there's only nine available. There is not a lot on that. But I'm thinking this is a little bit like a Harry Potter type of play. I'm thinking oh, this yeah. is like some of the other plays that Cage is giving with the box. I can't imagine a lot of people are looking at this, but I think that they will. You know, I've seen people, you know, buying uh, Dolly Parton and Bob Marley, and you see, you know, those autographs of Abe Lincoln and George Washington and all of those other guys. These ancillary markets popping up that, you know, maybe five, 10 years ago, no one even gave a F about, right, Cage? It's true. Well, you have Bob Marley, you got his hobby box. I wouldn't even think about opening it. He's a cultural icon. He really is. What, He's brand? A what brand of what brand of card is this? Is it like so, a, is it a is it a household brand? Is it a Tops? Is it a Panini? Like Island Vibes, at manufactured oh, by Island Vibes in 1996. Why would almost it be? all gone? 19 sold. There are nine available. So. I'm sure there's more, but like if you search Bob Marley, Bob Marley PSA, there's not a ton of cards out there. So his rookie card, I'm assuming this is how they look at it, is the 1978 Bob Marley rookie card, Swedish Samler soccer. <laughs> what? Card number 837. Okay, so. I wanted to have you call me a what a summer sucker. What are you calling me? <laughs> it's Sam. It's written like this. It's Swedish Sam Larsucker. All right, Swedish Sam Larsucker. Lovely. Card number. <clears throat> so your your play on four twenty is a twenty fifth year Bob Marley card. Yep. 70, 78 or whatever it might be. It's great. We're, we're, I, mean, uh, I like one it. Of 420, man. You got to do it. It's 420. One of our Luca Nation values, one of our core principles is have fun, right? Integrity. Very true. Integrity, honesty, service, community. Those are all huge values. But, but fun, joy, bliss. 
It's also one. And I think this is a fun type of play. So I want to take a page out of your playbook and uh, have some fun today. I like it. And look, if the, if, the, if the cards suck, you know what you can do is you can, you can take them, roll them up, put some fun stuff in it, and smoke the cards on 420 if you like. Have fun with it. You know I mean? <laughs> Why not? You know, you know, they could be some decent rolling papers at $16.99. Love and life. Um, all right. I like it. Mine's a little more serious, and I'm going to be a little, a little fun with this one. I believe that uh, the market has beaten Trey Young cards up enough. And I believe that we are um, we're looking at potentially an opportunity for um, you know for Trey Young cards to uh, you know make a little bit of a comeback here. And um, I did a little research on Trey, right? And I found some fun like Kendrick Perkins, Shaq back and forth. Remember on uh, you know do who's better, Trey in his first you know the beginning or Steph. It's a silly comparison, right? Because Trey is not Steph. But if you were to if you were to look at the numbers, the sheer numbers, Trey's numbers are comparable, and in some cases, slightly better. Especially you know when you're comparing you know two three years of play. Trey, a lot more assists. Could it be a situation where Trey Young? not only leads the NBA in assists, but also scores 25-26 a game while leading the NBA in assists? Sure. He's already scoring 25 a game and has nine and change assists. He's already in the top five, ten every year in assists. It would not be a crazy thing for him to improve those numbers just enough to be literally the leader in the NBA in assists and also in the top of scoring. Not the number one in scoring, per se, but towards the top. Um, and yes, the team has done better this year, right? The team has put some better supporting cast around him, and they're going to make the playoffs. I think that's going to help his cards. I think that you're going to see him in the playoffs when you're not seeing some other folks in the playoffs. Um, and maybe Luca gets into the play-in round this year. And maybe Trey's team lasts a little longer in the playoffs this year, and that whole Trey Luca discussion, um, you know, carries on a little bit more life. Especially, and I'm not saying Trey is better than Luca. I'm just saying that there's a lot of stuff on the horizon potentially that will um, maybe bring Trey back into the favor of folks. And you know me, guys. I mean, you, you listen to me. You talk about how like momentum tough to get that momentum back when you've lost it right but i mean the last couple of tray cards that have sold this prison psa 10 are just sitting slightly above 300 dollars. you know that is i mean you're now in a territory for a 25 point almost 10 assist young player with a lot more games ahead of them than behind them where you're now talking about a much lower risk play um for that card and do I think he's going to be Luca? No. Does he have to be? Absolutely not. Luca's card's twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars, and this one's three hundred. Right. So you're back to that multiple now, where it's four to one, four and change to one. Where in the beginning of the season, you know they were getting closer to two to one, right? So that's something we look at as well. Combine that with, you know, Steph won some championships. But he won those championships with a hell of a team around them, right? You know, you had Draymond, you had Clay. One, you had uh, KD, who I think is a scrub. But, um, you know, 
he won those championships with a heck of a team around him later on. Not even win him in his first year, he didn't win him his second year, he didn't win him his third year, right? The team got built up and he won some championships. I'm not telling you right now that Trey's gonna win some championships, but they have a good base on that team, right? And they have they've been they've they've been smart about putting the pieces around him and they've improved significantly from last year to this year, and he's learning to play with his team. He's also trying to be, you know, socially relevant for other reasons, you know, outside of the cardboard, right? You know, you saw him do an advertisement for the Croods movie with the kids. You know, my son knows who he is, obviously. You saw him do a partnership with eBay for his watch collection. He's like a big watch guy. So, you know, he is staying in the, you know, in the, the, the social conscience, even when basketball is not being played. And those are the kind of little things that you look for. Um, also, his style of play, even though he's small, he, he doesn't exactly take a beating out there, right? He's not playing explosive ball. He still gets a, a significant amount of rebounds just for being out there. Um, but, you know, he's not any basketball player get hurt their ankle, right? But he's not playing that above-the-rim style where he's going to come down and get hurt. You know, he's not he, – it doesn't look like there's a tremendous toll going to be taken on his body. He's not banging in the post, you know. So I just feel that – for whatever reason, the card prices on him have broken the wrong way this year. And there's a lot of potential for that to break back in the other direction, especially at the prices that we're at now. So I that's really my like thought today, right? But- I really like this play. I mean, the one thing that I – at the price point that you just said, 300 bucks, there's no there's no way that he, his card should be less than John Morant. There shouldn't be. Another thing I'd like to say is out of the four kind of – you know, we, we the four-headed monster, you know, Trey, Luca, uh, John, Zion. Trey's going to go the farthest in the playoffs, more than likely. That Mavs team, I don't know who they're going to beat out of the West in a, in a six, seven, or eight seed. They're just not going to. Where the Hawks are going to be a four seed, and I think they can make a run. I think they can make a serious run. Uh, huge Nate McMillan, Van. He's done so much with the Pacers. I can't believe they let him go. And he's completely turned that team around. Now they defend. And, and the only real knock on Trey uh, is his shooting percentages. He chucks up bad shots and stuff like that. A big part of why – you can't compare him to Curry. When I looked at Curry's stats, Cage, can you believe he's shot over 40% from three his entire career? Yeah. I saw a stat. I forget what period of time it was. Maybe it was like the last week or the last month or whatever it was. But he has more three-pointers than like a bunch of teams. It's just crazy. <laughs> it's wild. Like – you can't come, but he doesn't have to be Curry. Uh, he could be a Curry, you know, mini me, and, and still his card shouldn't be three hundred bucks for his performance, his talent. He's the number one guy on the team. His team's going to be a playoff team. He's, they're going to make a run in the playoffs. I think it's a no brainer at three hundred dollars. What's your risk to reward? I, your risk is maybe okay. It goes down fifty bucks, ten twenty percent. Your upside's fifty sixty percent. So. I think from a, just a purely trading perspective, unemotional, this is such a good dip by opportunity. Yeah, and look, I normally on basketball, I'd say, oh, you can buy in the offseason. But I do think it's going to matter that of the four you mentioned, he's going to be able to be in the playoffs and have like a potentially longer run in the playoffs than any of those other guys. And I, that has to matter. Thank you for spending some time with us on another episode of the Lucas Tigers and Bronze Oh My podcast. Um, do us a favor and like, subscribe. Ah, you know what? 
don't just like and subscribe. Everybody does that. If you like us, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your enemies, tell everybody. And uh, we hope you got something from spending some time with us today, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.